Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Hey, welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I've got a guest here that I'm excited about. I think uh, all you listening are in for a real treat. This is going to be a fun conversation, I think. Katie Brinkley, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to talking with you all about entrepreneurship and all that fun stuff today. Heck yeah, that's what we're here for. (laughs) So I like to start off in the same place with all my guests, and that's by making sure that all the members of the audience listening are on the same page and they have the context they need to get the most that they can out of this conversation. So for all of those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? Yeah. So I started my own business about five and a half years ago. Um, I have a social media agency and consulting business. Now, being a social media, anything did not exist back when I went to school. So I went to school to get a degree in broadcast journalism. And one of the duties uh, working at the college radio station was to get bands to send you their music for free. And uh, so I was all in on MySpace during this time. And I started networking and getting to know a lot of bands. And it was that was my first opportunity to really see the power of social media. And again, this was, you know, back when MySpace was the big thing and Tom was everyone's first social media friend. <laughs> that that was my introduction to it. So I never thought it could be my job. Um, I graduated from school, got my dream job, worked in radio, worked in corporate marketing. Um, and then, like I said, five and a half years ago, I started my own agency doing just social media. And it's been a long journey and a lot of uh, figuring things out along the way, but I absolutely love what I do now. That is amazing. That That's cool. So you were working, you know, you were incorporated and decided to make that transition. Um, and you had the, like the skills that, uh, you know, you're using as an entrepreneur, marketing, all that fun stuff. But did you have any entrepreneurship experience before you made that transition? You know, it's funny because like, I never thought I was going to be an entrepreneur and maybe like it, maybe we just need to normalize entrepreneurship a little bit more, uh, growing, growing up, you know, you don't necessarily need to do things exactly the right way, but, uh, to be an entrepreneur and cause I love what I do now. Um, but I, I, when I was in high school and in college, I had my own window screening business, um, so like taking screens and making screens, long story as to how I got into that. But that was my first job. And I you know, advertised in just the neighborhood paper. Um, I would drive the screens to and from, I'd clean them up. And I didn't ever really understand you know, 
that that was being an entrepreneur, but it was just another way that, Oh, this is, I know how to do this. I can make some good money, you know, at home, uh, you know, when I'm home from college and that's just what I did. And I never even, you know, I didn't do anything like the right way. Like I didn't like do an LLC. I didn't do any of that type of stuff, but that was my first dabble into entrepreneurship. Looking back at it, I, I had no idea that's what I was doing. I just thought I was finding a quick way to make some money, but it, uh, that was my first entrepreneur job. That's, that is, that is, that's pretty exciting. And you had that. And then, um, did that end then kind of when you were, uh, went full into corporate radio? Yeah. So like I said, I, I worked in co- at the college radio station. I wanted to be, a, um, a sports reporter and I actually landed my dream job right out of school. So I was the right. post-game locker room reporter for the Denver Broncos, the Colorado Rockies, the sports teams here in Denver. And um, then this thing called Sirius XM came out and everyone in the radio industry panicked, um, including yours truly. And since I had no other training, um, like in TV um, or print, I was like, well, I need to get out now. So I left and um, I went into the corporate world and I was always doing social media on the side. Um, so, I mean, like I was helping, like my mom's friend had a coffee shop. I'd help her with her Facebook page for the coffee shop. And I was still talking with bands and I was you know, just kind of doing it as an in addition to, or like, Hey, I know how to do that. If you want to give me some free coffee, but it wasn't ever a full-time thing. Um, it right. wasn't until about, Oh man, about 10 years ago, man, now I feel really old that I was working at the Colorado Rockies television station as their marketing manager. So in addition to writing their scripts and doing media buys and doing marketing, I was also doing the, the station's social media. So it was always an, in addition to, uh, it never was a full-time thing. And it was great because it allowed me the flexibility to learn about more about social media while still having a full-time paying job. Right, right. And so that's pretty exciting. And then you eventually made uh, the transition and you had those skills already um, that you were using. So what what, uh, what sparked you then kind of realizing all of this and these entrepreneurial skills that you had and 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 what sparked that that transition where you were like, no, I'm going to do this full-time? My, my boss. Yeah. My bosses. Um, she was an amazing boss, and she uh, actually said to me. So I was my position was eliminated. So the TV station was owned by Directv, and Directv and AT and T merged a number of years ago. Um, and when they did, my position was eliminated. And so oh, wow. I just remember sitting in my boss's office because she was sad I was leaving too, and I was like, I just don't know what's next. And she said, well, Katie, I would love to see you do something wet where you're just doing social media and maybe you can get back into broadcasting in some way, but you're so good at social media. I would love to see that be your full-time job. And so I was like, okay. And so I left her office and I started looking for jobs where social media was the main, like social media manager, social media marketer. Like that was the, the job title. And, and again, just six years ago, it wasn't that common to have a dedicated social media staffer. 
at your business. And so yeah. I really wasn't finding anything that, you know, required social media skills, but then an additional, you know, decade of marketing um, experience. It was always these kind of entry level jobs. And so I was like, this is not, maybe this isn't the right, the right way. And I was like, well, you know what, let me just see if I can start my own business. Let's see if I can get some clients and try it on my own. And, and I did, <laughs> and it's been five and a half years now. Right. That's really exciting. And then you're able to find these clients and then you, you know, you realize that the offer that you had, the things that you're doing were very much legit and people were, you know, something you could really help people with and you decided to dive in. I love that. Um, but I, I wanted to ask as well, um, because it's, there's it's always kind of a flip, flip side or a dark side to this kind of thing. What what was your biggest fear when, uh, you know, when you were making that transition into becoming a full-time entrepreneur and uh, did that fear end up coming true? Making money, you know, how am I going to make money? That was, right. that was my biggest fear. <laughs> how am I going to be able to make money? Um, and it, you know, I think that that's just where, when you're starting out as a business owner, you that was also one of my biggest mistakes. Is I just was like, okay, I could do social media for anyone. I got it, um, and that was a big mistake. Uh, but we can get into that later. I think that you know taking this time to figure out who you want to work with and making sure that not you, the, not the fact that you're a right fit for them, but that they're the right fit for you as well is so important. Um, but that was my biggest fear. I'd like, how am I going to be able to bring in enough money to help contribute to the family, to help, you know, contribute to the household? Because I had been before. And I, I'm so fortunate in the fact that I found a lot of my clients through referral marketing and through online platforms like Upwork, Thumbtack. You know, that was that was where I've really um, you know, got my footing with with my business. Right. And yeah, that, that's that's I know a lot of especially like uh you know, businesses that kind of start out as freelancer type things where you're kind of performing a service for someone and then you kind of start there at the bottom and then work your way up. Um working with people like that and as you gain more confidence and all that kind of stuff. Um what so I am a on, on my podcast I am a huge advocate for um actionable advice i want listeners to be able to take something from this that they can really you know sink their teeth into and use and you know really take and, and run with and so i wanted to ask you what for someone who uh for an entrepreneur who is you know perhaps making a similar transition or you know they're starting out and they're starting to grow and they have you know these dreams what would be one piece of actionable advice that you would give to them Delegate. You need to delegate. Um, I definitely am somebody where I well, I could figure that out. I could do it myself, but it was the little things that was really holding me back from scaling my business. Um, yes, I can do it, but was that the best use of my time? Um, can I up so I have a podcast? Can I upload my podcast to you know the RSS feeds and everything every week? Yeah, I can. It's really not that hard, but the amount of time it was taking me, that was an extra 15 minutes here. And then I was go ahead and then uploading it to my website as a web page, and, you know, uploading the transcript before I knew it, that was an additional hour of my week that I spent on my podcast. 
And that doesn't include actually recording the podcast and, yeah, I mean, like promoting it on social media and all of these little things were taking up time from, from my day. And I think that once I started delegating some of these little, little things that took me no time, well, really, if, once I hired my assistant, like it took her even less time because this is stuff that she's <laughs> really good at. And finding people that do certain aspects of your job that sure you can do, but you know what? They know how to do it effectively and efficiently. That's what will help you scale. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. That's very true. And so, and I also, you brought up your podcast. And that's perfect because I wanted to ask you about that. Talk a little bit about that. So, you know, you mentioned that, you know, we know that your background is in radio and reporting and things of that nature. And um, so the podcast then, did that come a, come about around the time you started your, your business? You dived into entrepreneurship or did it come about later? It came out during COVID. Um, so like many people back in April of 2020, I was given the gift of time. And <laughs> um, I was at home and I, I'd been wanting to start a podcast forever. I just didn't know how to start. And I think that that is, I mean, you can probably test like sometimes it's like, well, I don't, I don't even know what to start. Do I need to get a microphone first? Like, how do I do what's an RSS feed anyway? You know, so all of these things I didn't know the answer to. And so I just had kept putting it on the back burner, like, ah, someday I want to do a podcast. Oh, I'm going to do, you know, but I don't know what I would, what it would be on. Would it be on sports again? Would it be on business? And um, I just didn't know how to start. And so then in April, I sat down and I recorded three episodes and I've put out a weekly episode every Tuesday ever since. And it's, it's one of my, it's my, a great way for me to get back into my broadcast roots. I love having the interviews. I love being able to to talk with with strangers and learn from them. And it's been uh, it's been a really fun fun addition to my my work week. Right. I love that. Yeah. That's I. Yeah, I just, I just love podcasting. Honestly, and it's a lot of fun. And and it's true. I, that's like. There was nothing good about COVID, but at the same time, I liked seeing all the people embracing the idea of podcasting. A lot of people in the world of entrepreneurship and beyond, it's like, when well, they kind of don't have, you know, what else are you going to do? So start a podcast. You can always see who's legit by who kept it when things started easing up. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. who's willing to take, you know, because like if you're taking a chunk out of limitless time to create a podcast, fine, whatever. But once things started lifting and people started, you know, go back to work and, 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 and time began to be taken up again. It's like, well, who, who's decide who, who made a decision that podcasting was worth it to, to continue devoting now limited time to, to it. And so yeah. it's always exciting seeing, you know, talking with someone who decided to stick with it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, uh, what was it? I just was looking at some stats and it said that, the average podcast life is only six episodes, which is so yep. sad. But I mean, right? you can attest to this. It, yeah. it is a commitment. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of batching, um, batching content. And I think that that's really important for life because, I mean, I'm going on vacation in a couple of weeks. I don't want to be worrying about, 
oh no, my, my podcast, I'm gonna have to figure out how to do my podcast while I'm on you know vacation. So I'm a big right. fan of batching and, and finding the right system so that you can stay consistent, uh, for, for your audience. And, you know, I think that sometimes too, people get discouraged because they don't have, you know, Joe Rogan numbers right out the gate, but it's, it's all about, you know, it's a, it's a long game and it's about, you know, building community and building that, that no like, and trust factor. Exactly. No. And that's, I, I like that you bring that up because it's true. A lot of people get discouraged because they compare themselves to someone like Joe Rogan, but it's like, yeah. are you serious? It's like, why would you compare yourself to someone at his level? I mean, it's like, I don't know if it's, it's like, if I look up at the stars at night and I find it interesting, but then I think to myself, oh man, but I've never flown in a rocket and landed on a moon. So why should I be appreciating the stars? Why would I, why, what reason is there to compare myself? And you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So it's like, no. there really is. Yeah. It's, I didn't put it's in the crazy. years and years and how many, I'm sure how many millions of dollars Joe Rogan has put in to the marketing and the production of his podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And other, any other podcast at that level, it's like, well, yeah, of course I'm not going to have that many downloads because I'm not going to buy that many because I do not have that much money. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah. It, well, and I think that it's, it's, it's one of those things where when we're, with podcasting, with you know being a content creator, it can be hard not to play the comparison game because it's all out there. I mean, you know, with social media especially, it's always about you know how many views did you get, how many likes did you get, you know, it, how many followers do you have, and it's the same. You know, podcasting, social media, it's hard not to compare and see what other people are doing, but you don't know one the support that they had. Two, what their financial backing is. And three, all the mistakes they have made. We're only seeing people's highlight reels. We are not seeing the failed launches. We're not seeing the failed, you know, social media posts, the the blogs that you know didn't you know do so well or or, or anything. We're only being shown the best of the best. And so that is a, a great tip, whether it's podcasting or entrepreneurship, don't look, keep the blinders on and focus in on your own journey. Because if it was, if it was copy and paste and everyone could do the same thing and have success, everyone would be billionaires. You know, I would just go ahead and follow, you know, through some of, you know, these billionaires footsteps and be like, okay, so all I got to do is, you know, create a tech company. I'm just going to do that really quick and mine people's data. Yeah. But Focus in on your own journey because that's how you're going to grow your business. And it's how you're not going to get discouraged and burnt out. Exactly. And it's it really does take a conscious effort to to do that because especially today online in the world of entrepreneurship, especially, it's like those those failed blog posts and, and the, the the things that aren't glamorous, like that's the problem. They're not glamorous, they're not what sells in marketing, right? Yeah. If you uh, brag all the time about your crazy high numbers or maybe you inflate them a little bit, right? When you're posting about it, then that's what is like, you know, so it makes people want to like buy your stuff. And so, you know, a lot of marketers, like if you compare, if you make these comparisons and you try to get people to compare themselves to you, then that's good for your business because then they're going to want to buy your stuff to be able to get to the, you know, the place that you're at. So mm-hmm. like, it's just, you have to, it really is a conscious effort to to, to kind of tune out 
all of the entrepreneurs who are trying to kind of shove down your throat how much more successful they are and how if you buy their course, you can get there too in 90 days. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God, would you shut up? Like, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> yes. And yeah. And I mean, like, I, I'm, I do have to say, like, I'm just, I'm so tired of seeing the, you know, how I made six figures and 10 days type of posts right. and, and all that, because <laughs> it's not, that's, it's not going it, to, if it does happen, it's, it's a unicorn and you can't expect it, <laughs> you know? So I think that, um, it's definitely focusing on your own path and, and know that it's, it's not meant to be easy. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Exactly. So I wanted to ask you as well, uh, have you noticed then, so with your podcast, have you noticed a, a really positive impact in your business from the podcast? And if so, kind of what, what have, where have you seen change? Yeah. So, I mean, with having the podcast, it's allowed me to really get comfortable you know, with my sales and with my speaking, you know, I'm talking about what I do and all, all the time. I, I'm consistently talking about social media. I'm consistently learning about the best trends, what other strategies are. So for me, it's really helped with my speaking and, and my confidence factor. So I think that, you know, like I said, even though I come from radio, I've been out of it for a while. <laughs> I mean, I hadn't been doing it for at least 15 years. And so Getting back in with the podcast, you know, boosted my self-esteem. It gave me more confidence and it really helped me with my, my sales process because I'm, I'm used to hearing me, you know, myself speak about social media and how I can help someone solve their problem. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. And I, that's, it's funny that you say that because it's the same with me. I used to be Overall, I would classify myself as more of an introvert or like, you know, I, that's what I used to, to say. But now I honestly, overall, I probably classify myself as more of an extrovert. And I honestly attribute the majority of that change to podcasting. Like, on, honestly, being yeah. putting yourself in front of new people, having conversations, getting better at speaking, it really, really helps improve confidence, self-esteem, you know, all that kind of stuff, especially in the world of speaking. But I mean, for me, it's bled over into all areas of my life outside of business. I notice myself being more outgoing if I'm meeting new people, um, with friends, whatever. And it's like, sometimes I kind of think to myself, wow, you know, this is, I, I, I can feel myself going to a similar mindset. So meeting a new person just out and about, uh, I feel myself going to a similar mindset as I am when I'm like meeting someone new on a podcast, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, like it's, well, I mean, as a solopreneur, as an entrepreneur, I, I mean, I have three employees that work for me now, but for those watching, I mean, I'm in an office by myself. The majority of the time I work alone. So I'm not talking to a bunch of people all the time. I don't have just the water cooler conversations so having a podcast is a great way for solopreneurs to continue networking, to continue learning, to continue just talking to people. Um, especially, you know, like I said, I work here solo. I have a, a family at home, but a lot of times those those are the only people I talk to all day. So it it's a great way to kind of get out of your shell a little bit. 
Right. Oh yeah. No, it, it really is. And it's that, that helps in the other areas of your business because it helps you be more confident, outgoing, all that fun stuff. Um, and so, uh, as we kind of wind down the podcast, uh, I did want to ask you, and this is a, this is a, this, I asked you this question before, but um, this will be with a different context. When you started your podcast, what was your biggest fear about that? And did it end up coming true? Um, probably just that no one would listen. You know, who's going to listen to this podcast? Who's going to listen to me? Um, but they did. <laughs> they found me. Um, and so, I mean, like, and of course, you know, my first few episodes were probably me, my dad, my mom, and my husband all listening. But, you know, with with trying, I do think that the consistency is essential because people will stumble across an episode. And if they see that, oh, you, there's, you know, 87 more. Oh, and there's one on this topic, you know, people will find it and then they'll listen to another and then they'll tell a friend about you. And that's, that's what's, you know, been great about it is just, I think being consistent has not only just helped me, but it's helped me grow an audience. Right. Yeah, no. And that's what that that's, and there's a lot of value in that, right? It helps. It's a re- real tool for audience growth. And I love that. So. I wanted to thank you, Katie, for being willing to come on the podcast and share these insights. I know we could probably talk for hours about all of this kind of stuff, but I want to make sure I'm respecting your time and the time of our listeners. Uh, if any uh, listeners are interested in, in you and they want to find out more about you and all the things that you're up to, where can they where can they do that? Yeah. So if you want to connect with me, well, I have a podcast and I'm on social media. So my podcast is called Rocky Mountain Marketing. And as I said before, I'm, I'm, I'm on social media. So connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find me at Katie Brinkley, um, or you can connect with me on Instagram. My username there is I am Katie Brinkley. Perfect. Well, thank you so much again, Katie, for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review, letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, Thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.